Welcome to MAP, the bi-weekly market access podcast provided by Mars Market Access and Pricing Strategy, which is your healthcare consultancy in the German-speaking markets. Mars makes it as easy as possible for you to get your pharmaceutical, medtech or digital health product to the market and of course get the price it deserves. My name is Stefan Walzer, I'm the founder of Mars and a health economist by training and working in the fields of market access, reimbursement, pricing and health economics already since 2004. And now let's learn about the market access and reimbursement systems around the globe. Market access is not always easy, I would rather say a lot of times more complex in Germany. Today we're focusing a lot more now on a very special topic where we might also focus a lot more on medical devices um, and we might only touch base um, in a short kind of time frame on drugs and uh, diagnostics, for example. Why is that? Just keep in mind that for medical devices, there might be maybe and sometimes, depending a bit on the medical device itself, various market access pathways. For example, if there is a digital health product, risk class 1 and 2A, there might especially be the DIGA pathway applicable. But sometimes, even with the risk class um, to A, for example, there could also be the method evaluation, especially if it's seen as a new method, which would then need to go through the GBA. So why is that important? As we all know, the method evaluation might take quite a long time with the GBA, which would especially mean if you have a medical device in the outpatient setting, that there are no cash flows, meaning no revenues for the product as you cannot sell it in the outpatient market. Another Option is basically think about a medical device which can be sold potentially in the inpatient setting, but there might potentially be already a kind of product which is similar. Hence, you might potentially not even get an NUB, meaning um, a Zusatzengeld afterwards, which is then the additional kind of payment, the additional funding for it. And that would basically mean that you need another solution if you want to really sell it. So a lot of different examples and I think the most prominent one for a selective contract because this is then where you could potentially approach health insurances. They want firstly obviously to think about how to improve health care. That's also an important consideration when thinking about it. Payers are not asking firstly for the cost and the price. They first of all and especially if you speak and discuss about selective contract they want to understand the healthcare impact. Once you have answered that, then there might be obviously a couple of further rounds, further understandings, the population within the insurance companies, and also then finally the price. How could this happen? We're still having 97 health insurances. And the most prominent example for me is still the Abbott Diabetes Patch, which has been, let's say, released and done a couple of years ago. And I think best to discuss this kind of issue. Very interesting discussion today is with Tim Herring. He is the general manager for a couple of different consultancies, but all focusing on healthcare management. And that basically means bringing those kind of contracts into life. So into the daily local and regional care context of patients. Okay, Tim, thank you to be with us today. And uh, we can directly dive into the topic. You're an expert in, in the, let's say, care context. 
and especially also in terms of contracting. So maybe you can firstly explain what German means with the terminology of selective contracts. Hi, Stefan. Thank you very much for uh, being here. And um, yeah, I think we have a, a good deep dive in the uh, in this topic with the uh, selective contracts. Um, let's start. I think we have got uh, the first uh, challenge in um, in the difference between the German healthcare system and uh, I think all other healthcare systems in the world. And um, so we have got some uh, specific rules for Germany and the selective contracts are in, uh, especially for the public health insurances, which uh, covers about 90% of the 80 million inhabitants of Germany. And for these insured persons, we have got uh, several opportunities for medical care options. Thank you, Tim. Um, this is obviously a kind of introduction, right? And very important. But what is now a selective contract? Yeah, definitely right. We've got the Sozialgesetzbuch number five where everything uh, is um, described what is allowed for the medical care in Germany in the inpatient and outpatient sector. And uh, we have got special codes which allow the uh, public health insurance companies to close selective contracts with inpatient and outpatient doctors and uh, clinics, um, but also with manufacturers. Therefore, everybody needs the knowledge about which, um, which codes, which, which paragraphs are allowed for in, uh, a public health insurance company to negotiate special medical themes. And therefore, especially the 140A, uh, the selective uh, contract called Integrierte Versorgung, is uh, the most common way for a selective contract within a health insurance company in, in Germany. Okay, perfect. Yes, I think integrated care contract. Yes, that's, uh, I mean, this is also obviously, I think, quite um, complex, and we're probably covering that as well in, in a minute. Um, you have mentioned already that, let's say, the statutory or the public health insurance in Germany are covering roughly 90% of the population. Um, on top, I would maybe maybe add the further complexity that we're still speaking about 97 health insurances, right? So how, yes. how would you deal with that? I mean, we have a lot of very, very small insurances, and then a few which are really large, like the, like the TK, the DAK, et cetera. But how, how would you deal with that if, let's say, a company would approach you and just say, look, I have a problem, I would like to go into a contract, how to best, let's say, approach, what would be the kind of maybe criteria to select one or the other insurance. Yes, definitely right. This is um, one of the specialties of the German healthcare system that we have got the market leader of the TK with a market share of about uh, maybe 15%. So this is really small for a market leader. Uh, if we, we would yeah, combine it with a... Um, with an industry market. So we have about uh, 100 or 97 public health insurance companies. So as you can see, it is a long run. It is not a sprint. So mm -hmm. you have to uh, take time to get in contact with all these health insurance companies. And um, if you start to get in contact with, uh, with a health insurance company, 
everybody sees TK and Bama. So there are uh, always the most um, manufacturers talking to this uh, health insurance companies. But there are several other opportunities um, with smaller ones, Betriebskrankenkassen, Innungskrankenkassen, but also with the AOKs, Allgemeine Ortskrankenkassen. And some of them are very likely for, for, a, for a contract because they are focused on a special region in Germany. And this is what the manufacturer should think about. Uh, do, do you want to cover whole Germany or do you have some hotspots where you will be uh, represented and uh, have a kind of success story uh, for the other health insurance companies to say, look at this, they have started, we have got success in this area. Do you want to be part of it or do you want to get an, uh, an own contract with us? I think this is a good way. Yeah, I, th I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, it is obviously the kind of core question how to approach then the market, right? I mean, directly nationally or maybe stepwise, as you just described it, with maybe the BKKs, IKKs or, or the or the AOKs, obviously, because I think you said market leaders, but if you have a look on the region level, sometimes mm -hmm. we have as well on region level, AOKs being the clear market leader as well. So that as well, as well maybe something um keeping in mind the other point what i was thinking about is when you say more a regional approach um how how, how does that fit with maybe the clinical involvement so the kols the clinical centers because I, i could imagine and we have seen that as well that obviously if you have you know somewhere maybe in a region a strong um KOL supporting you that it maybe makes even more sense to start there with a region could be a larger region right but with the region instead of directly going on a national level and then trying to spread it what, what is your opinion on that I would totally agree with that because it's always a people's business uh, the uh, doctors in the inpatient or outpatient sector has to be convinced that uh, this this offer is a value a benefit for their patients and uh, for their own work and for the, the people who are working with the patients. So if it's a people's business, you need experts yeah, to convince that this is a, it's a good new idea. And if you have got a, a selective contract, it will never work without the medical uh, part with the doctors in the inpatient and outpatient sector. So It is obvious that the uh, that you need in the beginning um, a focus on a special region and the people in this region, and only uh, with the uh, support of these uh, these these persons, um, a selective contract will be a success. I think this is one of the key success factors for for a good contract, and um, yeah, you have to start with yeah. with one. Yeah. Exactly. I know. I, I I can fully imagine. I think, I mean, to me or our let's experience, um, and we're not a driver in terms of those contractings, but we have supported some more in the background. Um, it was, let's say, sometimes also a bit surprising for one or the other client that when you approach a health insurance company, maybe even have a first meeting with them, that they don't start with costs and price. I mean, that is still in my, in the mindset of a lot of people that mainly costs are the big driver. What, what do you think about that? Is that really the, the truth that maybe um, health insurances are not firstly discussing about cost, but especially if you want to have maybe an integrated care contract, that they first start with a care environment and maybe with a question how to improve 
care for patients. Mm -hmm. This is an interesting, interesting topic, and I think uh, we have to uh, answer two different levels. <laughs> <laughs> and the first one is, of course, uh, in the conversation you start with the uh, with the aspects of benefits for for the patients and how a new way uh, will improve the medical care situation in this area. But on the other hand, and this is not uh, outspoken, it's uh, but in everybody's mind, is there have to be benefits as well on the on the cost level, and if you cannot show this uh, this impact of on the on the cost level, it won't work. It's quite easy; it won't work. And um, we've got an, an, another challenge uh, in the health insurance companies. I think they have got. All the data in their hands, but they do not have the tools for analysis of their data. Um, so they need help. They need help how they should watch on their own data to find what the manufacturer is telling them which benefits there are. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think it, you're probably bringing up another important point. I mean, if if I'm uh, aware of, I think also health insurances would need to show that a contract is, let's say, somehow beneficial also in the legal frame, right? Meaning that uh, ultimately they would as well need to show um, some kind of, as you called it, benefit in either directions, right? So either cost savings or maybe somehow an improvement for patients. Um, but obviously with the contract, you do not want to run another randomized controlled trial or anything like that. So it, it is probably something to, to think of as well, what could be measured I guess, in a contract or within the health insurance data? And how could you then as well show the benefit of that product? Um, how, how, or let's say, what are the steps behind there? I mean, how do you try to find then a solution there? One of the biggest issues uh, a health insurance company has is how do they have a control that, that the right patients are um, getting in the selective contract? Mm -hmm. And therefore, I need kind of a control system or someone who, who is doing the work in the health insurance company to bring these, the people in the medical care situation. And this is not so easy as it might seem. And therefore, um, all partners need, need data to say, uh, how can I uh, describe uh, the benefit and how can I measure it afterwards? And uh, I, I only need the, the right persons at the right places, uh, the right patients at the right places. And this is a little bit more complicated as all parties uh, think at the beginning of yes. the negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> I could fully imagine, fully agree. Um, we have not spoken quite a lot about, let's say, the two tree, the public health insurance, but there's still that 10% of the population, 10% of 80 million is still 8 million, right? Which is the size of the Netherlands or Switzerland or Austria um, with the private health insurances. Are there any differences in terms of approach when I compare the two tree versus the private health insurance, and especially when thinking about the contract? Or would you just say contract is not the kind of core um, thing, especially when thinking about an integrated care contract? for the private health insurances? Mm -hmm. I think from the, um, from, from, the, from the story you tell, uh, a public health insurance company uh, 
is not completely different to a private um, health insurance company, but it's so different that you have, I think, two two slots, uh, one slot for the uh, for the, the storyline for the for the, the public health. Uh, insurance company and the private ones and you have to see the private ones uh, there are also a lot of companies and they have got their uh, patients or insured persons all across the germany so they do not have a markable market share in the region so and this is totally different to a small bkk um, which might have a, an industry partner in that region and has has got a market share in that region um, of about uh, 40 or maybe 50 percent and also the aok they have got an, an average 30 plus percent uh, market share so they are good partners and a private health insurance company is not reaching uh, that market shares so as you see, you might have uh, 500,000 insured persons uh, at one company and maybe a million, maybe. But how do you reach these persons? And therefore, you need a good uh, story uh, the company will share uh, when you tell them this is the new way to work. So, and from, from that perspective, DIGAS or digital offers uh, for uh, for the healthcare systems are quite interesting because you do not need the regional aspect. And this is kind of a game changer right now. It's, it's uh, maybe it's a turning point um, because we, right, we started with this topic right now um, with DGAS and uh, DPAS and uh, kind of that. But we do not have any studies how it works and how uh, the, especially the outpatient doctors are willing to use these options. This is um, a kind of change we are running through right now. And we will answer this question in about five years and we will hear this podcast and maybe think, oh, <laughs> interesting option or not. <laughs> That's a very good one. Yes, I fully agree. And I mean, you're just opening up another interesting and good point. I mean, what what makes a, a medical device really attractive? for health insurance in order to rethink about a contract, because obviously we know that it's also quite resource intense also at the beginning, right? Meaning you need to put the contract together, you need to agree, you need to discuss, you need to align, maybe you need to run some further analysis. So it's not just, you know, we just go there and just do it, right? So what does, no. what, makes really, what makes it really attractive? You just, you know, you just brought in the, the digital part, right? Where I just thought, yeah, that's maybe one solution. If it's maybe not a DIGA or maybe also for potential digas, I think that's maybe uh, another question, but um, it's probably more general. What makes it really attractive? There's a, um, in Germany, you say it's very hard to get into the healthcare system and it's e e even harder to get out. So um, if you're once in, <laughs> it, it will bring you planable um, revenues. So I think the German healthcare uh, system has a high attraction for uh, manufacturers for medical devices, but you have to do it right. And what I uh, always uh, watch or often watch for uh, for manufacturers is um, that they get too pointed in a medical theme. And uh, this is not the view of a health insurance company. They have to, to cut the costs 
for um, for the whole treatment, not only for part of the treatment. So you have to change uh, the, the point of view um, to a um, more holistic area and uh, then see how can I help the health insurance company to solve their problem. And we are a team. It's not, I have got an idea and please follow my idea. It's how can we do it together as partners and the health insurance companies often uh, saw that this partnership is not um, is not um, is not wanted or uh, the partners do not live this partnership and i think there's a good chance this is a highly highly good chance to see where can we do it better? And often the inpatient and outpatient doctors, the health insurance company and the manufacturers have the same aims. And uh, we can do it better because there are insufficient situations right now. And to change this situation, there will be the profit, the benefit for all partners. Yeah, that, that I, I think that's a very good point. I think just keep in mind that ultimately all stakeholders should be somehow some kind of partners, right? And with, with partners, I mean, you also sometimes have debates, discussions, etc. But at the end of the day, you should have the same goal. I think that's a very good point you just raised. Because just uh, let's yeah. let me mention Go this ahead. point. Um, a contract has to be has to bring benefits to all partners of the contract. And if one partner doesn't see the benefits for him or her, um, they will end up the contract. And you have so you need so much time and uh, and you need so much conviction uh, in the in the start starting phase you have to do it right to get the contract and you need only small efforts uh, to keep this contract run if yeah. you do it right at the beginning yeah exactly exactly i mean have have they have their let's say success and the aim in mind that's the end right <laughs> But uh, start, obviously, early on to plan all together uh, in order to make it successful. But as you said, for all parties, I mean, in the credit care contracts, obviously, the, the health insurance, the care providers, right, the physicians, yes. and then also the uh, the company, which is maybe then just a small part even of that contract. That's a, that's a very good point. Um, Coming to the, the end, partner is the payer of the party. So yes. <laughs> you, have to, you have to treat him well. <laughs> <laughs> and Good don't point. forget <laughs> yes <laughs> so i mean uh, coming more towards the end um if you would have let's say the one recommendation for a company for the industry um besides obviously contacting you if they want to run a contract in germany <laughs> what, what would that sure. be I mean, what is the one thing you say think about this or do that before anything else i think the most um the biggest impact is to be focused, mm-hmm. um, to be focused on the storyline and um, be patient uh, because it's the German healthcare system is working, but not fast, but it's working efficiently, <laughs> but slow. And uh, take your time, uh, be focused and um, to be in, being focused means also uh, find a region where your storyline is really working and bring this region to a success. And I think a side topic is 
data, data, data. To convince uh, partners to do the right thing means to speak uh, the same language and uh, the language is data uh, and to have uh, the same view on the topics. And I think to combine uh, data with a regional focus and, and to be pointed on your topic, then there can go nothing wrong. That's perfect. Yeah, I, I think you summarized. If you've got the right product, if you've got the right product, if you've got yeah, this is um... exactly. But but you know, I mean, you, you said already, right? I mean, you need to bring it, or let's say you need to find, especially the kind of region, and then bring it to success there. And I mean, if you don't have the right product, you will not be successful there. And hence, from a very small kind of region, you cannot even go even broader, right? Because it's it would probably be seen more as, I don't want to say failure, but at least not a success. So yeah. being patient, being focused, find the right kind of region and then try to bring it from that smaller maybe region into the broader scope, into Germany. And I think, as you said, be patient, which is sometimes difficult, but the German system is just as it is. Exactly. This is absolutely true. <laughs> Perfect. It's Thanks. very special. It's special, um, and um, you do not have to understand why it's that working that way. And of course, there are many uh, potential for potentials for optimization, but we can't change everything right now. So we have to work with that what we what we find, and it's working slow. But working. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's a perfect end of our discussion. Thank you, Tim. It was great to speak to you. Thank you, Stefan. Have a good time. So great insights from Tim Herring around contracting and I think also the special steps around it. So very importantly, as he laid out as well, is let's say early planning and a clear kind of, let's say, targeting where your product could potentially be beneficial, firstly for the patient, meaning that the care could be improved. And then finally, maybe as well for a region, meaning that this is as well in a surplus for the health insurance company. On top, quite clearly, when you would need or want to go into that kind of area around integrative selective contracting, keep in mind that maybe you need to start quite small in a way. That means maybe going and starting in a region. A region could even be a so-called Bundesland, right, which is also already quite large in some ways, depending a bit where you go. For example, Bad Wittberg in the southwest is already roughly 8 million inhabitants. If you get, for example, there a contract with the AOK, market leader there with roughly 40-45% of the population there, you have already a quite good number of patients. In any way, very important, just keep thinking, going step by step, very prioritized and quite clearly show an improvement and taking the health insurance company as a partner, meaning also when you start discussing with them, yes, for sure it's a negotiation because that ultimately you need as well to agree on the price for your device, which is then part of the contract, not the only part, but a part of it as also other components, other stakeholders would potentially need to be involved. Having said that, very important, even before that, quite clearly the involvement and the buy-in alignment with the German KOLs is of utmost importance, as always, if you want to say, let's say, successfully launch the product in Germany. That was an episode of MAP, the market access podcast provided by Mars Market Access and Pricing Strategy, which is your healthcare consultancy in the German-speaking markets. MAP is available every second week with a new episode, so watch out. 
And in case you might have questions, contact me directly and or visit our website on www.marketaccess-pricingstrategy.de.